you know, if I would have applied myself, I could have gone to the NBA. You think so? Yeah, I think so. But it's just like, it's been done. You know, I didn't want to, <laughs> I was like, I don't want to be a follower. Hi, I'm Jason Concepcion. And I'm Shay Serrano. And we are back. We have a new podcast from Wondery. It's called Six Trophies. Woo! And it's the f- best. Each week, Shay Serrano and I are combing through all the NBA storylines, finding the best, most interesting, most compelling stories, and then handing out six pop culture themed trophies for six basketball related activities. Trophies like the Dominic. Toretto, I live my life a quarter mile at a time trophy, which is given to someone who made a short-term decision with no regard for future consequence. Or the Christopher Nolan Tenet trophy, which is given to someone who did something that we didn't understand. Catalina wine mixer trophy. Ooh, the Lauren Hill, you might win some, but you just lost one trophy. And what's more, the NBA playoffs are here, so you want to make Six Trophies your go-to companion podcast through all the craziness. Follow Six Trophies on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. What these young bloods have to understand that this game has always been and will always be about buckets. Just attack the basket. Welcome to Buckets. My name is Matt Moore. I'm the senior NBA writer for the Action Network, joined by Joe Delera. He is an NBA writer for us over at the Action Network. Joe, how you doing? We're doing all right, Matt. You know, it's, a, it's been a little bit crazy trying to get a hold of these lines here, but we're having a good time with the trade deadline. Russell Westbrook traded by the Los Angeles Lakers to the Utah Jazz, who will not be playing him. He will be bought out. Uh, D'Angelo Russell goes to the Lakers along with Malik Beasley and Jared Vanderbilt. And... Uh, along with some other players that, that have moved around. <laughs> Kendrick Williams is involved in the deal. Uh, Mike Toscano Conley. Anderson. Yeah, Toscano Anderson goes to the Wolves. Mike Conley goes to the Wolves. Um, we'll have, a, we'll have a, a podcast that kind of reviews our trade deadline outcomes tomorrow. I want to see what the big picture is. In the meantime, you can catch my reactions uh, in written form over in the Action Network app. This, on the other hand, is your Thursday Best Bets episode. Now, there are, it's a limited slate on Thursday. There's just four games. And because there's so much potential trade movement, the books have been very careful about posting lines for this. We've only got two lines up and we had to wait quite a while on those. We've got no line on Denver, Orlando. We've got no line on Chicago, Brooklyn. Uh, Brooklyn, obviously still pursuing trades. Chicago, still pursuing trades. Uh, Orlando, still pursuing trades. I would be surprised if Denver did anything. Um, what's interesting though, is Phoenix and Atlanta are two teams that I wouldn't be shocked if made deals and they are on the board. Uh, Hawks are four and a half point favorite totals two twenty nine, And then the late game, the Milwaukee Bucks taking on the Los Angeles Lakers, uh, minus five and a half in LA totals two thirty nine. And Joe and I are in agreement. So Joe, give the people our best bet for Thursday. So we both like the Milwaukee Bucks minus five and a half here. I think it's the line just doesn't, I'm surprised by this line, honestly, because we know that the Bucks are not trading any of their big, real, essentially big four players. Um, they're not really trading anybody in the starting lineup where you have the Lakers coming off a really big, like emotional game that they still lost to the Thunder, but LeBron set, you know, past Kareem. Uh, you're looking at this situation where they're going to be without a lot of their depth. 
They traded Russell Westbrook. They're D'Angelo Russell's not going to play. Malik Beasley's not going to play. Jarrett Vanderbilt's not going to play. We're looking at this team that's just like a shell. They're going to be really, really stretched pretty thin here. And this is Milwaukee is just too tough of a task for a Lakers team that kind of needs to get out in transition. And Milwaukee is able to defend that with the length versatility that they have with basically their entire starting lineup. So I think the five and a half short, um, I think it maybe is trying to capitalize a little bit on, you know, LeBron public money essentially. And, you know, the news of this trade without people realizing like, Oh yeah, wait, those, those guys aren't going to play today. Yeah. It's weird. This line's weird. Um, I, I say that. And yet here, look, I, I understand actually a little bit why this is short. Um, my power rating actually makes this, significantly less than five like i've actually got this power rated for full season performance um i've got this you're gonna laugh i've got the lakers as favorites here no way based off of the full because the bucks were so bad at offense that's for like true. three months of the season that's right true. and and yeah. that was the thing and that was why actually for about two months of the season it was really profitable fading milwaukee but that time is over now. And so like, yes. I can't, I can't capture what they've been over the last three weeks, but they've been absolute monsters. They're shooting the lights out from three. The offense has kicked up a gear and Giannis is absolutely unstoppable. The other reason that I like the bucks in this spot is my favorite trend of the season. Guess who the Los Angeles Lakers played when not that anyone would have noticed, even though they actually won the game when LeBron broke the record. Uh, and that game on Tuesday they played the Oklahoma City Thunder. Oh, this trend. <laughs> Teams after playing the Thunder this season are 16, 32, and 4 against the spread. 33%. They are 33% against the spread, including they have lost against the spread in their last, uh, let's see here, 7 of 9 is the last that is a record in their last that is it's that's the craziest trend <laughs> it's really wild um and it's been consistent across seasons too um yeah. after you play the thunder they're just a pain in the ass and i think it takes something out of you and yeah. this is actually i think a letdown spot for the lakers after the emotions of that game on tuesday like that was such a big atmosphere for a team that honestly has a lot of guys oh. that aren't made for that kind of atmosphere and it showed and yes I think their spirits will be buoyed by having, you know, like, hey, help is on the way. But like, look, <laughs> Russell Westbrook had a positive net rating when he was coming off yeah. the bench. Like his bench minutes were good. Yeah. And so even with having Davis and LeBron, they're going to be extremely shorthanded here. Um, they're not going to have, I mean, they're not extremely shorthanded, but they're going to be a little shorthanded. It's and so yeah, with these kind of guys, and then you've got to kind of factor in that, um, now, look, I think one of the concerns is that the t the Bucks under, under Bud have not been great on the road versus Western Conference teams. Like That's been a, a problem for them. Um, yeah. This season, they're 4-3-1, and one, which is pretty good. But if you go back to like, uh, if you go back to the, when Bud took over the team back in 2018-19, they're only 45% against the spread. Now, they're usually much bigger favorites, though, is also part of this thing. So yeah. that's that's part of the equation as well. But I'm with I, you. Uh, I also lean toward the under in this game just because, you know, the Lakers offense has been some of this is like a little bit skewed because Lakers defense was really good early and the Bucks offense was horrible. But yeah. I still show a little bit of an edge on this just based off of kind of I think that the number is still a little bit high. Like you're still talking about 239. 
maybe a Lakers team total under is maybe the better. Yeah, because I was going to say, I think if we think that the spread is like a little short, um, just based on like our capping of it, then the Lakers team total under makes sense, especially with Westbrook getting traded. That should really affect their pace, I think, with those bench minutes um, because he's like a guy that really likes to push. So I think and like I kind of want to stay away from like a full game under specifically because those lineups with Drew, Chris and uh, and Giannis have actually been very good, like offensively. So um, like they're scoring in small sample size with 206 possessions. As long as those three are on the court, they're scoring 122.8 points for 100 possessions. So like that, that kind of lineup is cooking. So I think that the Lakers team total under might make a little bit more sense with Westbrook not in to push the pace up. And the other game that we have a line for, should the Hawks be laying four and a half versus any team that's got a pulse? Probably not. Honestly, I mean, Booker's back. Um, it looks like they're going to keep playing him probably, what, 25 minutes again? Um, I, it's still significant for a Suns team that's kind of struggled just generally. But the Suns are sneaky, like the third seed or like the fourth seed in the West right now. So I, I don't – I mean, Atlanta's healthy-ish, but I don't know how you dive into Atlanta or like place a bet confidently in Atlanta. If you're listening at this in the morning – I don't know how you bet on Atlanta with any of the trade rumors that kind of always seem to be revolving around Atlanta at this point in time. Yeah, I will say books Booker's out for this game. They're doing a rest management game on him. Um, And that's probably like why this number is what this is. But here's the thing is like, I legit had kind of forgotten that Devin was back. And I still was like, why is this number for Like, I still don't think you should be laying four and a half. Uh, Hawks as at home this season, just 10, 13 and one against the spread at 43 and a half percent. And as a home favorite, 7, 11, and 1 at 39%. Yeah. Check the Action Network app. I may put a half unit here in on the on the Suns here. Um, yeah. That it, I just, I'm not it sure. It feels that, a good spot. I'm not sure that this yeah. number is accurate. Like, I've got this projected um, down. I Like, I still have the Hawks favor because of home court, but I've got this actually Hawks minus 1. So... Yeah. I might play a half unit on the money line too here as a sprinkle. Um, yeah, I probably would look for some bridges props, I think. Like, we'll see where they set his points at. And it's interesting because his rebounds go down, but his assists go up. It's it's like the opposite when Book's not playing. So probably might look for like a PA type of line for bridges, see where we get that. All right, let's go wrap it up for buckets for a Thursday. We don't have more for you because, well, there are no games. We don't have lines for them. Uh, we'll be back on Friday. We're going to do a, a post-trade reacts uh, episode tomorrow and then we'll also have uh, i have a special guest joining me and brandon anderson who makes his return on friday we'll have that for you on friday make sure to keep it here on buckets glad to have you guys with us make sure to rate review subscribe download the award-winning action network app best way for you to track your picks you can follow joe in there and cash all of the amazing props that he puts in there uh throughout and all the wild triple double parlays that he has <laughs> hit in his time uh you can catch all that mar thanks to david Payne for producing we'll see you guys again next time let's get buckets Action Network reminds you, please gamble responsibly. If you or someone you care about has a gambling problem, help is available 24-7 at 1-800-GAMBLER.